The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back. I'm Phil, and I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? How we doing, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Out of Bounds uh, for our NFC South review, preview, and basically every breakdown you're going to need. How we doing tonight, buddy? Man, we're doing good. We're doing good. It's late night. It's my first pod. Getting ready for the uh, the NASCAR pod here in about an hour. So, uh, man, I'm I'm just I'm ready for football season. Though. I'll tell you that I'm missing it quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? You know what I mean? NFL is king. It's been king for you know, for forever, you know, it, it doesn't matter what's going on. It, it can be the, you know, NBA playoffs. It can be the NHL playoffs. It can be fucking Talladega 500. It doesn't matter. A Thursday night game between the Jets and the fucking Panthers is going to out, outview that. It's, yeah, it's just the way the NFL is. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Panthers tonight. But first, I know today's daily show you know, struck a chord with you. It just struck you down to your soul. Do you, do you have anything you want to tell the guys? Yeah, you know what? Um, it's it, it's come to my attention that uh, some of the guys might feel that I'm I'm picking on them a little bit or anything like that. What are you, a bully? Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? I guess, and I just want to um, take a chance. You know, while we're here on air, to uh, apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. The double champ does what the double champ wants. If so, you don't like it, sack up. It's done out of respect, and I love you all. But for fuck's sake, you'll be okay. Wow, that's uh, you were channeling your inner Conor McGregor there, and I can tell that you're in kind of a spry mood again, not wearing a shirt on the live stream. Um, so, but you have a few less tattoos than than Connor. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually going to get a couple um, that resembles him because I feel like the amount of accomplishments that we both have had in life are, are line up pretty well. I um, agree. So I, agree. I, I think that I think that I should at least get a couple. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I get you guys confused all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, man, so you know, you and I, 
we uh, we broke our teeth together on on these shows with the USFL. That's uh, that's when you and I first first got on the air together. Pretty cool. And yes. um, you know, during this this NFL deep dive, we're starting to see more and more USFL guys get signed to NFL contracts. And I I feel like a proud father, Kyle. I feel like I feel like we've raised these guys, and uh, here they are. They're they're living their dream. They're getting to the league. So how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, listen, baby birds are leaving the nest, right? It's, I'm a peacock, baby. You gotta let me yeah, fly. You gotta let me fly. You know, it's um, you know what? This is this is the whole point, right? I mean, the, yeah. the whole point of the league, the whole point of having these these lesser leagues to get some of the guys seen, you know, a little bit more maybe than they were in college, and. Realistically, you know, maybe maybe some of these guys are playing at some some lower DN, you know, lower end D two schools, or, or or maybe you know one double A, whatever it is, or even D one schools that just really aren't watched very often. And they're coming into this league, and they get to showcase um, against some pretty decent talent. I mean, it's guys who are just under the NFL cusp, right? So, I mean, even guys who were drafted or who were on NFL squads who didn't quite you know, pan out who maybe have to take a step back and, and, and get, you know, noticed again. And, you know, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to see the ability that some of these guys have that is being noticed. I I love that it's being noticed. It's totally, totally cool. It's, it's, uh, it's proven that it's a bit of a developmental league. And I think that, you know, by them getting signed, it kind of proves, Hey man, there's good talent out here. It was a good product. And I think the USFL, you know, just partly because we haven't seen the XFL, but we know it didn't work out with the the AAFL or whatever that was. They didn't even make yeah. it full season. So uh, the USFL, they put a good product out there. They made it through the playoffs. They had a Super Bowl or whatever that was, championship game. Yeah. And now yeah. some guys are getting signed. So yeah. I am really excited to see uh, what happens next year, how they – how they further further develop the product and it's just exciting so i uh, can't wait yeah. to break that down next year but yeah and it, it it's nice to it's nice to see that validation because really that's what it is right it's it's validating the league it's validating yeah. the usfl as a whole because it's not one or two guys who were like you know standouts in the league i mean this is we're like what the seventh eighth ninth yeah. tenth you know, guys Signing, who, are, yeah. who are getting signed, you know what I mean? And, and it's all different positions. It's not just, you know, some crazy skill position. You're seeing linemen, you're seeing linebackers, you know, obviously you're getting wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's all over the place. So, so these guys are, are having the ability to shine and, and it's, it's helping some of these guys live out their dreams. You know what I mean? That's, you know, when, when we got a shot to, to do this stuff, I mean, from Arch, I mean, I feel like Arch is the NFL here and, and we're just USFL guys who, who, you know, turned out in the league a little bit. You know, I feel like Scooby fucking right. Wow. wow. Okay. So we're, we're on a, I guess we're on a practice squad right now or something. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah. uh, we're four string, but you know, Bingo. we're, you know, we're, we're, we're climbing up that depth chart. There it is. So anyway, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. We've got the NFC South on tap. So DraftKings again has posted the odds for this division and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are three to one favorites to win this not surprising um the saints are plus 360 the panthers are plus 1000 and the falcons are 28 to 1 they <laughs> are bad are they bears bad fucking dumpster fire yeah. fucking bullshit as to you yeah the, the um the falcons have the worst odds besides the texans to win their their division so 
we're, we're talking about a bad team here, but let's start out with the positives. Let's, let's start out with the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, okay. Yeah. So the first thing I noticed is that they have the fourth hardest strength of schedule, um, but they yes. also have Tom Brady coming back. They talked him in one more year. So tell me about your your initial thoughts on the Bucks. So strict the schedule, uh, it varies based on different uh, different different places, right? So different different analysis of the league of what teams they believe they're going to be. Um, you have them fourth. I have them seventh. Okay. So it is going to be a different, difficult schedule, but you know, it might get a little bit easier, but listen, if you're, if you're looking at the team as a whole, right, they're going to win this division. They should. I, I mean, the saints, I mean, we're fading the hell out of the saints. You know, Carolina's not quite there. Atlanta is a dumpster fire. So they're going to get to the playoffs, right? Sure. So all you need is is Tom Brady in the playoffs, and you've got a shot. I mean, this guy's this guy's ridiculous. Now, that being said, I mean, you know, strength of schedule be damned. This team's fucking good, man. They've got they've got real, real good players everywhere. All right. Well, here's here's where I stand on them. All right, so um, there's some, been some news about Leonard Fournette. He's like 30 pounds overweight. That's, a, that's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, it's it's tough. That's one of Tom Brady's favorite targets. He's like a six to seven, um, you know, pass targets out of the backfield per game there at the, the end of last season. Yes, he um, is. So, I mean, my man's got to get in shape. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin, you know, he suffered that injury late, late in the year last year. Uh, whenever you go into the knife in January, you know, Everybody's optimistic that he's going to be back week one, but probably October, maybe November, um, you know, before he's productive again, you lost Gronk uh, and he seems pretty content to be out of football, but you still have Mike Evans. You still have Cameron Bray. Um, You sign Russell Gage in the off season. What, what, what do you see here? Well, they brought in Kyle Rudolph too, right? I believe so. So, I mean, tight end, you know, obviously losing Gronk, you're losing, you know, arguably the best tight end ever to play a game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple that that you can make an argument for with with Gonzalez and and Gates and and things like that. Um, but Gronk, realistically, what he did in in the amount of time that he was in the league was unbelievable. It helps having Tom Brady as your quarterback the entire sure. time. But realistically, it, that's that's tough because Gronk has no no issues getting in the dirty areas either. Um, I don't think Cameron Bright's going to have much of a problem doing that stuff either. And when you have a guy like Kyle Rudolph in as long as he's healthy in the red zone, I mean, that's a really big threat as well. So I don't think overall they might have to jumble the tight ends, but overall I don't think you're going to lose too, too much in that front. Um, Leonard Fournette being fat sucks, right? Cause, yeah. I mean, I mean if, it's good. If, if I see the news that, you know, Tom Brady, the goat, is coming back for one more dance. You know, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life, and that shape will not be round. It will be muscular. Yeah, it would be yeah. ready to play football. So, I, especially I when you you were on a on a fucking shit team before this, right? Yeah, I mean, you're toting the rock for the Jaguars. Come on, yeah. Like, I mean, and then you you come around, you luck out by getting on on fucking Tom Brady's good side, and you show up like that. I mean, it's it's like Eddie Lacy. I mean. You got Aaron Rodgers there. Be be fucking ready to play. Um, but there's there's something that, you know that I really like here, and that's uh, Rashad White, sure, who was drafted uh, this year. He's a third round pick. 
I love third round running backs. I think it's the perfect spot to draft running backs. Uh, I think you get a ton of value out of them. And I mean, this guy's he's six two, two ten. He can move. He doesn't have a ton of wear on his body. And I think he's going to be able to get in this this squad pretty well. I think he's going to really help out. And I don't think they're going to lose too much with that. I think he's NFL ready, and he's going to be a nice spell with Fournette. I mean, it might take a couple of weeks for Fournette to get back into that game shape that he will get into. But I don't, I don't think they're going to be in a real terrible spot before then with White back there helping out. Uh, you still have Giovanni Bernard on there, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. So, I mean, you have a decent stable of running backs. And if it's one thing that Tom Brady is accustomed to, it's the influx and rotation of running backs. I mean, he did it in New England for years. So I'm not really too, too worried about that. The offensive line is good. They're going to be fine. Defensively, they got stars kind of everywhere. The only... The only real issue defensively that that kind of worries me is the cornerback position, right? I, I mean, I mean safety-wise, you're you're sitting, you're all right. You got Logan Ryan and, and Winfield Jr. You know, on the defensive line, you know, you, it, it's it's bogged down by by Vita Vey. I mean, and they they signed we, uh, they signed Akeem Hicks in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. they also signed Keanu Neal, and that may be be flying under the radar a little bit. That guy, when healthy is fantastic. He was yep. one of my favorite players in Madden. And, yep. you know, I, I really think he's got the the ball skills to be a game changer here in, in Tampa Bay. So um, yep. I'm not as worried about that secondary as maybe you are. Really like the linebackers, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, oh, great, Devin White. They're great. Goodness, that might be the best unit in, in football. So Well, well there's, there isn't a better coverage linebacker than Levante David, right? I mean, he's the best I, coverage linebacker in the, in the league. Oh, hands down. So, I mean, you've got – you're going to have help there. It helps you out. Just, I mean, Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis out there as you're you're starting too with with Murphy Bunning and and Cockrell, you know, backing them up. It just doesn't – it doesn't blow – the doors off of anything for me. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, with the combination of a good D line and and good linebackers and and pretty decent safeties back there, you can kind of hide them a little bit. Maybe you're going to sure. play a little bit more zone this year, um, or you're going to give them some safety help over the top. But you know, looking at this squad, if there's something that I look at and and believe that they're missing, it would be a corner, right? You, you know, some sort of studly corner. So I think. Um, I, I love this team. I love any team that's Tom Brady led. And I know he retired and he came back, you know, what is it? 52 days or some shit. Sometimes you need 52 days of reflection to, to find out what you want. Well, sometimes you need 52 said. days. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need 52 days to get Giselle off your fucking dick. So you can, you can go do what you do best, which is play football. Fair enough. Um, it, it's not okay in my book that a player at such a high caliber leaves when he's still on top and he unmistakably is still on top. There's no doubt about it. I know he wasn't MVP, but he was damn close. Sure. And, you know, I don't think that he is, is losing anything yet. Um, I, I think he's going to be fine. And if you give me Tom Brady with, with the fucking Birmingham stallions, I still got him going to the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's, it's just the way that it is. I mean, they so are I the think US, USFL champs, hundred percent. So, so in in my mind, um, I like this team now, and what I'm going to be looking at in the future is I'm going to be looking for a 
a trade at the deadline or something like that. Um, somebody ready to offload one of these corners. And I think they're going to be in the market to to buy. And I think we we may be around week 12 looking at this team a little bit heavier um, than we might be now to, to really make some noise in the playoffs. So Awesome. Well, their uh, season win total is set at 11 and a half. The under is minus 120. The over is even money, plus 100. Do you have a lean uh, or a play for that matter? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to lean over. OK, um, I think realistically, I, I think they have six wins in the division. And if if you're giving me six wins in the division, I'm going to take over 11 and a half out of the 17 game series um, or a seven, 17 game season. I don't believe that Tom Brady's going to lose that many to not get over that that hump. I think that this this team, I mean, there are they're, they're projected as the number one in the NFC, right? And I think for good reason. I think that uh, this team's going to be over that hump. I think this is a thirteen win team. Um, any way you slice it, especially even if you drop a game in the division, I. I yeah. I mean, maybe you drop one of the Saints on a on a trap game or something. But I mean, I'm I'm taking this team. I'm taking I'm I'm leaning the over. Give me the even money, um, and then I'm going to be looking to make possibly a playoff bet if they address this cornerback spot. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm on the over as well uh, at the at the plus 100 for a full unit. The to make the playoffs bet is that what you were is that what you were referring to? I, I just I meant like um, once once I see that they address this corner situation or I find out that they don't have to by watching this year, then I'm going to be looking at, at a deep playoff run. Okay. Like I was going to say, cause to make the playoffs is minus six fifty. There is no value oh, yeah. in that. That's, that's no, uh, no, 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 no. That's a pass. I mean, they're, well, they're, they're all but guaranteed to win the division, right? Oh, I, I mean, three to one. I, I feel like that's pretty safe. I don't think there's anybody yeah. that, that can match up with their talent. And no, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, like you said, if, you could put Tom Brady on on any of these teams in the division, and I I would play them to win the division. I just I think he's yeah. that good. It, it's it's not an argument anymore. But yeah, I agree. All right, cool. Let's uh let's move on here. Let's talk about the Saints. What uh let's see what's their strength of schedule to start things off here. I am seeing that they are just below in eighth on the metric I'm looking at. Yeah, I have um I have you talking about like the easiest, the eighth easiest? No, the eighth hardest. Eighth hardest. Really? Yeah. See, I have them here as the ninth easiest. Okay. Well this is based heavy off of, disparity. Yeah, this is based off the opponents combined twenty twenty one record. So this isn't any projections for what the teams are this year. This is just based off of the numbers last year. Okay. So all right, so you got them on an easy schedule this year. I got them on a hard one. Um, yeah. Cool. So what do you think about them? Realistically, I don't think it matters. Okay. Um, easier schedule, harder schedule. Uh, they're going to drop two in the division. They're going to be the second team in this division. Um, I, I know that there's some rumblings that Michael Thomas is coming back. Hmm. Um, I don't know if it's actually going to come to fruition or not. I can If he comes back, then, I mean, Jameis has all the weapons in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, this this team would, you know, obviously the offensive line's decent. They're not they're not top ten in the league, I don't think, but they're they're gonna be decent. And you don't have a great tight end in 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 Troutman, but you know, who knows who knows what that's gonna be. But I mean, a, a wide receiver trio of Olave, who's 
of rookie I'm high on, Jarvis Landry, and if Michael Thomas comes back, I mean, that's that's a really good trio of wide receivers with Alvin Kamara there. Um, I mean, we've seen even with very good wide receivers. He had his last year in in, in Tampa Bay. He had two thousand yard wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They still weren't good. Jameis in, until Jameis can can show and prove that he won't turn the ball over every possible chance that he gets. I just can't. I, I can't be high on the Saints. I, I just can't. Yeah, Jameis certainly doesn't make anybody around him any better, uh, in in my yeah. opinion. Um, I, I just I don't think he's a good leader. I don't think he's a smart guy, and I think he's a little too loose with the football. So um, I don't know though. Maybe maybe having Andy Dalton in that quarterback room can, um, you know, show him how to be a a, a professional. Uh, show him how to lead. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've never had any qualms with with Andy Dalton. I I think that's a I think that's a good dude. He got a bad deal. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not, not. Not to mention, too, he he also did get a, a little bit of time with Drew Brees, too. So, he, he you know, we could be looking at a, a different Jameis, you know, this year than we've seen, you know, between between him and, 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 the, and the coaching staff out there. We could be looking at a little bit of a different Jameis. For sure. Um, you know, the, the, the Saints in the offseason, they didn't really lose much. Um, they lost Malcolm Jenkins to retirement and that's, that was a sad day. We, we knew was coming as, as yes. birds fans here. Yes. Um, well, birds locals, I'm not really a fan, but I like Malcolm Jenkins. That, that guy. How can you not? Was, yeah. I mean, he's electric. Yeah. Um, you lose Quan Alexander, you lose Taron Armstead, Kenny Stills, whatever. That doesn't really move the needle. Um, but a couple, a couple big signings with, they, they certainly replace some guys. Yeah. They got Tyron Matthew on a three year deal. Um, Taco Charlton, uh, Jarvis Landry, like you touched on that. I think yeah. that's a, going to be a good, a good signing as well. Even if Michael Thomas doesn't come back, he provides, you know, some, some all pro, uh, you know, type skill there. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, Alave, that's, that's awesome. Chris Alave was, was electric at, at yes. Ohio state. I'm very eager to see him, but I still don't think this team has what it takes to compete with the bucks. Um, yeah, I just don't think you have enough on defense. Yeah, I mean their 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 front seven leaves quite a bit to be desired, right? I mean, in the secondary they they're they're pretty good. I mean, Paulson Adebo is is, you know, who knows? Or Adebo, you know, whatever you say his name. I I love their safeties. I mean, they got the Honey Badger who's probably the number 1 ranked safety in the league probably right now. Um Marcus May is is certainly good. Uh, you know, I, I I love that guy. Uh, Lattimore still a very good number one cornerback. He's certainly in in the top five, top ten of the league. So I mean, maybe you've got a slight you know issue on the on the opposite side of Lattimore, but with the safety help that you have, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. So the secondary is you know really good. I like Zach Bond. Um, as their as one of their linebackers, um, I know he was drafted a couple years ago, but I I like him. I think that I think he's going to be okay. I think he's he's going to be a decent guy that that comes in and helps out. But realistically, I mean, the rest of their I, Cam Jordan's always good, but everybody else is, eh. Yeah, I think another guy to, to keep a keep an eye on in that secondary is the fellow named Smoke Monday, who is a uh, safety out of Auburn, I uh, big college guy caught a lot of SEC 
uh, football. That guy is fantastic. Again, good ball skills, can catch it, uh, can read the deep pass pretty quick. Uh, and he was an undrafted free agent. So I, uh, you know, I like keeping an eye on the the dudes I was impressed by in college. So I am, uh, again, eager to see how he he translates into the NFL, especially learning from guys like Lattimore and uh, Tyron Matthew and and those fellas. But what do you think about the coaching change here in, in New Orleans? Um, I mean, I'd feel better if Peyton was still there, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's I think he's one of the best to do it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, listen, we don't know what we're going to see. We don't know what kind of real offensive production we're going to get out of this coaching staff yet. Um, defensively, they got their work cut out for them with, I don't think they're going to really rush the passer that well. And you can have the best secondary in the world, but if you're not getting to the passer, somebody's going to get open, especially, you know, with the teams that they're going to be going up against. I mean, everybody in the division has, you know, pretty decent wide receivers. Uh, I don't think Atlanta has anybody to get it to the wide receivers, but, and and that's probably the lowest one, but even Carolina has decent wide receivers. You're going to have two fucking studs out there in Tampa Bay. So, you know, it, it's you're going to have issues if you can't get to the passer. And I don't know how the coaching staff is going to correct it with subpar talent. So, I, I agree. mean, you know, you've seen, you've seen Sean Payton figure those things out. Just, I mean, I don't, I don't know really what to expect with it, but I'm not expecting them to turn, you know, shit into gold. Sure. I, I think, I think this is a team um, that is a year or two away I think the the offensive side of the ball is probably a quarterback short. And then I think on the defensive side, they really need to address uh, this defensive line next year. But uh, this year it feels like an eight to nine win team. So let me yeah, see. Yeah, at best. Yeah. So let me see what uh what old DraftKings has to say about their win total. Yeah, uh, I've got it. I've got it at eight and a half. Oh man, look at that. Right on the money. Yeah. Uh, um I I just I don't if I'm leaning, I, I, I feel like I want to lean under. Yeah. So I, uh, what, what is that, that eight and a half juice to? Uh, does it say? I got it at plus 120 to go over. So I, I think it's 110 to go under. Yeah. I, yeah. I only have the, the, the current line for the over. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take the under there. I, I certainly like it at plus money. Um, like I said, they feel like an eight to nine win team. So if you're going to give me, Plus value on my coin flip, I will take it. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm good with that. Sprinkling a little bit there just to uh, to make sure that you you know you hopefully you end up on the right side. I I think that that eight is is perfect. And for some, I I just don't I don't, I can't trust Jameis enough. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe as we start to watch this team throughout the year and we see a change, Jameis, maybe maybe we're like, oh fuck, we were wrong about that one. But you could easily watch this team. And watch him throw forty-seven interceptions this year, and be like, "Fuck it, that guy sucks." Yeah, and I, I would lean towards towards that being the future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The result. So. Yeah. All right. So next up is the third favorite, the Carolina Panthers. And you and I definitely have differing views on the outlook of this team. So why don't you start it off and I'll tell you where you're wrong? So personally, I I just I go over their roster and I believe that it lacks a lot of star power. You you look you go around this 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 entire roster. Baker, absolutely star power. Absolutely. He's the number one overall pick. DJ Moore, I believe, wide out wise, has some star power. Um, I think with a good quarterback, it's certainly gonna help him. And I think we both expect Baker to to go off this year. Um Christian McCaffrey, as long as he's healthy, he's a stud. So there's your star power there. Robbie Anderson is under the radar. Tremble's under the radar. Uh, none of the offensive linemen are guys who, you know, are real household names. They're not guys who, uh, in my opinion, are, are are game changers on the offensive line. Defensive line, nobody stands out to me. You know, you got Shaq Thompson in the, in the uh, linebacker spot. And then after that, you know, you, you have a couple safeties in Xavier Woods and Chin who are who are pretty good. But other than that, it's to me, it's just all run-of-the-mill guys. Now, with good coaching, this team could still be really good. I mean, if you don't make a lot of mistakes and you capitalize on mistakes and you have serviceable guys at positions, you can certainly play well. I think if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, I think they go over – their win total. We both bet it. Uh, we both are, are are agreeing on that. I just don't think that they have much past that. I, I don't. I think that this team is quite a few players away from really making any damage. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, then we're not we're not seeing it way too different. I I'm I'm on their over. I like it a lot. I think Baker is a huge addition to this team. We we uh. If you listen to any of the the NF, uh, NFC preview show before, you know I am ridiculously high on on Baker. I think a change of scenery is just what that dude needs. Um, you know, Robbie Anderson, fantastic receiver. We're gonna see Tommy Tremble. We're gonna see our our Golden Domer get out there yeah. and, and get some starting snaps this year. DJ Moore, and then you know we just have to hope that Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. Um, they they have a crowded quarterback room. You know, Sam Darnold. I don't think he's a threat for the job. The guy's a moron. Um, somebody I am interested in seeing in the preseason is Matt Quarrel. Uh, you know, he played under, under. Um, oh, God, what's his name from Ole Miss? Lane Kiffin. There we go. Yes. Yeah, and, and that was just a wide-open offense, and he was the engine that made it run. And, you know, he got injured in the bowl game trying to do the right thing, to not let his teammates down, and he got hurt. And that sucks. Um, so I, I really, really would like to see him have a good year. Uh, at least develop um, the defensive side of the ball. Like you said, man, they're, they're very pedestrian uh, besides Xavier Woods. Um, nothing really sticks out to me here on, on this side of the ball. So I think, you know, I think they are going to be playing from behind a lot. And I think that offense is going to 
put up numbers, I'm not sure they're going to put up a lot of wins. So um, I am going to take the over. I think six and a half is too, too low, especially in a division with the Falcons. So, yeah, because realistically, right, you you expect to take two from the Falcons. So if you take two from the Falcons and you take one from the Saints, you can you can lose both of them to Tampa Bay and you're still, you know, halfway there. Yeah, you got to find four more wins and the rest of the yeah. the rest. And I, I think you absolutely can do it with this team. So I'm I'm right there with you with the over. Um, you know, realistically, most teams go as far as the quarterback takes them. This is one of those uh, those those you know rough teams that it, it's you know very reminiscent of the Tennessee Titans, where it's going to go where Christian McCaffrey takes them. It's you know the Titans go as far as as King Henry goes. Sure. This team's going to go as far as C-Mac goes. I think if he goes out, you're still you're not going to be like last year where he goes out and it's a fucking dumpster fire because you you do have better positional players and you do have a better quarterback. You know, Chuba Hubbard is is he was okay in the in the backup role. He, he it wasn't like you you know moved down and and you had some you know four string guy that was just a absolute shit show down there. I mean, Chuba Hubbard can still move the ball. He just doesn't offer what C Mac does. Sure. And, I mean and we've but, seen it. Yeah, I mean there's know? just not there's not a lot of people that offer what C Mac does. I mean, that guy no. is fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're you're totally right. Um also I think, you know, uh little little hidden value here. They re signed Zane Gonzalez as a you know, a kicker. He's coming off a year where he was twenty for twenty two. So I think that that's good because you're gonna have to find points. And then they also signed Johnny Hecker, the punter. I mean, he Best can do punter it. Best punter in football. So, absolutely. So I think this special teams unit improved. And, um, you know, that may be flying under the radar a bit, but I, I always like to look at that that stuff on a team that I'm I'm high on. So, Well, I think, um, I think the big thing is when it comes to special teams, right, is that they don't win you a ton of games, but they can certainly lose you games. And you have to have a decent – you need to be able to flip field position in the NFL. Nobody does it like Hecker. You have to be able to hit field goals. There wasn't many people who did it like Zane Gonzalez last year. Sure. So having both of those guys certainly helps this team. Um, I, I like Matt Rule. I, I do I don't, too. I, I don't think that he's a bad coach. I think he's he's really been trying to overturn and, and turn around this this depth chart and this team. I think it's been really tough with C-Mac being out injured. Um but I, I think that he has the ability to coach in the NFL, absolutely. And and I think that he's going to get this team over that hump to where we're we're looking at, at positive money after after the season's over here. Yeah, I mean, he did it at Temple. Uh, he turned that team, and you know, we're we're local to them, and they were bad for a very very long time. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're they're playing an undefeated, uh, you know, eight no versus eight no Notre Dame on Halloween, and you know four years ago or whatever. And it's like, who the hell yeah. is Matt rule? You know, that was yeah. my first. And I'm production. shitting bricks during a fucking game too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, he does the same thing at Baylor. He takes a, a, a bad Baylor team that was decimated by controversy and he turns them around and, yes. um, and, and just, he fixes the culture in locker rooms and he fixes franchises. I mean, the guy is like, you know, he's like the, the, um, the mobs fixer. He's on their fast, their, their uh, speed dial. He, yep. he makes things better. So, I you know, I'm really, really high on Matt Rule, and I, I think you're right. I think he absolutely belongs in the NFL, and uh, I, I think we are going to see this team start to turn around 
we're going to see probably a little bit of an improvement this year and then maybe a big step next. I, I think so too. I mean, I, I, I like what they do in the draft room. Um, I, I think, you know, let's say Baker doesn't work out for, for whatever reason. Uh, Sam Darnold, you, you're already in a wash with that. You just got to wait until that guy's, you know, numbers fall off your books at this point. But grabbing Corral in the third round was huge. I mean, I was ready for the birds to take him in the first round with one of their two picks. I'm okay that it didn't happen. Don't get me wrong. I would love him over, you know, Jalen Hurts right now, but I'm okay that it didn't happen. Uh, but when he started to fall, I was like, why are they not scooping him up? Why are they not scooping him up? And the fact that they were able to get him at, at 94th overall, a guy who was, you know, projecting, and I know all the quarterbacks fell this year, but I mean, he was projected in the first round by a lot of people. And going into the season, he was the number one quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he he only fell, I think, because of the the injury. And I mean, that was in the bowl 100%. game, so it was late in the year. And you know, that's just that's just what happens. So, you know, you hate to think about it for for Matt how much money he lost by playing that that bowl game. But I think it was the right move. I hate when kids, you know, opt out of the you know their senior bowl game or their junior bowl game, their last college game. I hate that. So I, I I I love that he showed the heart and the moxie. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's a leader. That's a leader. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. If Baker doesn't work out, I think that is your, your quarterback of the future. He's in the room yeah. already. He's already yeah. in Carolina. Yeah. I mean, and, and what's, what are you losing by having Baker in, 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 you know, I know you traded for him, but what are you losing by having him? If it doesn't work out, just like you said, you have your future in the locker room. If it does work out, you can flip him to another team easily because you still have your future in the locker room if corral doesn't seem to be working out the way that you want and baker is working out well you know you you, you blew a third round pick that happens you know all the time. every single day and twice on sunday sure so you know the ability that they had to get him in the third round i think was huge for this team um so so i do like the way that they that they draft i i, I don't think you know it's it's anything like that. I think that um, when it comes to Matt Rule and and his ability to to change teams and to change landscapes of of, of programs, I think that it, it's a lot more difficult in the NFL, right? It's sure. you have guys who are who are older, guys who are set in their ways. You you know, college kids, you can boss around and they're gonna do what you say because you know you're gonna be the one that gets them to that next level. These guys have egos. I mean, there's not gonna be much that. Matt Rule's going to be able to tell, you know, Robbie Anderson that's going to really sink in. Yeah, they all have bigger wallets than Matt Rule. A hundred percent. So, I mean, it. I think he's just over the last couple of years kind of been going through those growing pains of coaching and bringing up a a team from, you know, a a, a good school to an actual NFL program. So I think, you know, I think you're right. I think this team might be a year or two away, a couple of good more drafts, and they're going to be back to, you know, a, a Carolina team that was, you know, Cam Newton led running, running to the fucking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? For so sure. I, I think, I think he's, I think he definitely has it in him. Um, and absolute worst case, let's say this team's a dumpster fire this year and he gets fired. I think he's got another job in the NFL. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't I, think that he's going to be crawling back to college. I don't think so either. I I think there will probably be a lot of suitors for him. I mean, just yeah. look at look at what I mean. You know, he he gets the job, and then what? Like the next day, Keekley announces his retirement. Like your your best defensive player leaves. Oh, yeah, and then God, you know, C Mac is is you know hurt every year. So I mean, he, he's he's working. You can't with get a, a year out of him. 
Yeah, and and, 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 it's, and they've shown that with Christian McCaffrey on the field, they can win football games. Matt Rule knows how to work him. He knows how to implement him. He knows where to find the weaknesses in defense that Christian McCaffrey can exploit. And now with a legitimate quarterback in Baker Mayfield, I think that – and this is, I believe this is why we're both looking at the over – is that when you have a coach who can exploit defenses and who can break down the tape the way Matt Rule can, I think you're looking at a team who – now with a quarterback who can actually sling the rock a little bit, I think you're looking at an actual defensive, you know, places in the defense that, that, that have holes. And I think that, you know, that's difficult to do when you have Sam Darnold out there and, and you have, you know, a broken down cam who, who doesn't have anything on the ball anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's going to change the landscape. So even if McCaffrey does go out, I think you're going to still see an uptick in this team, and I think that that that's what we're both kind of looking at here. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy that schemed Tyler Matakevich into an NFL job. <laughs> I fucking love that yeah, guy, too. I, know you do. I, had to get, I had to get that in there. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about a real dumpster fire. Our team we know is going to be a dumpster fire. These Atlanta oh, Falcons. And God. just to get it out of the way, DraftKings has their over-under set at five wins this season. Um, man. They have lost everybody. Uh, I'm yeah. just I'm looking at their their losses here. They lost Matt Ryan, traded to the Colts. They lost Russell Gates to the Bucks. Calvin Ridley suspended. Taze Sharp, new home in in Chicago. Uh, Hayden Hurst to the Bengals. Dante Fowler to the the Cowboys. I mean, everybody that's anybody on this team is gone. So, yeah. where do we start here? Well, let's start with the offense, right? The offensive line has a couple pieces on it. Jake Matthews and Jalen Mayfield, I don't think, are bad pieces on the left side of that line. Okay. Um, I the center is okay. Hennessy's he's a decent center. The right side, I think, is is not going to be good. Um, I, I, McGarry and, and Lindstrom don't don't jump out at me. I actually expected them um, to really go heavy this year in offensive line. Because I wanted them to, um, especially early, I, I wanted them to um, fix from the trenches. You know what I mean? A lot of teams who are on that rebuild try and fix from the trenches. I mean, you see it all the way. It seems like the best way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they waited until the sixth round to take their first guard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a way you build the team. I mean, you don't build a team, you know, most of the time from the outside in. I mean, you know, maybe – Maybe every once in a while you get lucky, but realistically, you build from the inside out, and it takes a good offensive and defensive line to be successful. It's not – you don't have to have the best, but you, they have to be serviceable. I mean, this offensive line is going to give up sacks this year, and they're going to give them up in droves. I mean, this is going to be a fucking you know free-for-all trying to get to these fucking quarters. I mean, thank God that they went out and got – you know, Mariota and Desmond Ritter because both these motherfuckers can run and they're gonna fucking need to. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just this, you know, the simple fact. Now looking at the offense, there is a couple pieces that I do like. I mean, you Kyle gotta, Pitts. I was gonna say is, it all starts with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, the the guy's a an athletic freak. Um and it, it he started to take off a little bit last year. You certainly saw the ability that he had, you you saw the, the the flashes that of of greatness that this guy can bring to the table. Now is Marcus Mariota the one who's going to be you know 
able to bring that out of him? I don't think so. They believe Desmond Ritter is the quarterback of the future. I think by week six, he's a starter. Um, you think Mariota loses his job by week six? Yeah, week six. I, I don't – listen, you, you, what do you – why not? I agree. Well, you might as well get rid of the minutes. You know Mariota is not the long-term solution. You know that Ritter was drafted to come in and be the long-term solution. It he's it's not like you have Matt Ryan for another year and he's gonna and Ritter's gonna sit behind Ryan for a year and and figure that out you know behind him. It's not one of those situations. I mean, coming into the league, uh, Ritter may already be better than Mariota. So why? Yeah, I mean, Mariota may be experiencing some ring rust here. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been a starter in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Personally, and and this is a personal opinion, but I fucking love Cordero Patterson. Same fucking Swiss Army knife. I I I got him last year in in the fantasy football draft. Um, I actually drafted him too, and I know that there I get a lot of laughs for that. Uh, but the guy the guy helped me win a league. So, um, and then you know towards the end, everybody was like, "What, what the fuck?" You know, let let me let me get Cordero Patterson from you. And I ah, fuck off. Um, you know, you laughed at me when I drafted him. So sure. I did, yes. I mean, I yes. feel like that was directed to me, and yes, I, <laughs> I mean, you, I, you did. You, you know, it's, it's, the guy has kind of found his spot in that little niche, uh, you know, running back, wide receiver, kind of Swiss Army knife role. Um, so I really love him, and I love the the Drake London pickup. Um, like I said, I, I wanted them to go offensive line because you want to protect a guy that you believe is going to be your your quarterback for the next fifteen years. But, I i mean, you're giving him some weapons. You know what I mean? I think Drake London's going to be a really good wide receiver in this league. And being able to pair him with Kyle Pitts for the future I think is big. The rest of their wide receiver room is is a fucking shit show. It is uh, you a know. disgrace. Yeah, I mean, Brian Edwards, Jesus Christ. Alden uh, Tate. Yeah, Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a running back at Virginia. So yeah, uh, I mean, you you you're just not you got Geronimo Allison as as one of your guys who, you know, in 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 five wide receiver sets is going to be on the field. I mean, you shouldn't have to see that if you're the quarterback. I don't want to you know size up the defense and look right to to adjust one of my wide receivers and it's Geronimo fucking Allison. I'm going to be fucking pissed. So, I they they're a ways away offensively, but. They have a couple. I mean, and Cordero Patterson's not a long-term answer. I think he's a guy that that you know is is fun to watch, and he's going to be some somebody who can get you some fantasy points each week. Um, but but they're 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 a few years away on the offense, and and if this team wants to compete sooner rather than later, they better start getting some people on the offensive line. I agree that that I mean this team. Man, I mean, what what can you say that we haven't said? The offensive line is bad. The quarterback play we don't don't expect to be very good. Um, even if even if you had you know the the Joe Montana back there, I mean he's he doesn't have any targets besides Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Um, I mean, and then the defense is going to be giving up way more points than you're even capable of scoring. So I just yeah. I don't I don't see it. I don't I think the five is a super sharp number. It's juiced to the under. So I mean, there's no. There's no play there. I, I wish there was, um, but this will certainly be a fade team uh, in the beginning of the year and and probably all the way through. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing to like in Atlanta except those those couple pieces, and uh, they are yeah. they are far away from being relevant. 
Yeah, I agree. And and it it sucks for some of the guys on their team because they do have a couple of good pieces who, you know, it it sucks to say, but unless there's some real changes over the next year or two, I mean, these guys are going to leave. I mean, why why is Kyle Pitts going to sign? I mean, he may get franchised. I know they do that shit, but why is he going to sign a long-term deal to stay with a, a, a team like this when he can go to all but, what, five teams? Sure. I mean, he's probably the fifth best tight end in the league, fourth or fifth. I mean, he's going to be able to go anywhere that, that you know, Travis Kelsey and, and Waller and, and fucking – What's his name? The the psycho from San Fran is 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 not, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. So I mean, if he's he's gonna have his pick, um, London's you know trapped for a few years, so that that you know works out for him. Offensive line, I mean, if if any of these guys work out, they're gonna go and and be a final piece for somewhere else. It's I mean, people can't wait to leave. I mean, if I'm AJ, you know Terrell, I'm getting the fuck out as soon as I can. I mean, I laughed when they drafted him in the first <laughs> round. I laughed. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Um, and, man, did he smack me in the face for that. I mean, the guy's the guy's really fucking good. Um, but I remember I was like, what the fuck are these dumbasses doing? And look, it turns out he's a really fucking good cornerback. But why would he stay? Well, I mean, this team – you know, compared to the team a couple years ago that had Keanu Neal and they and had Deion Jones, a healthy Deion Jones who was mm-hmm. fucking everywhere, and you know had Matt Ryan and and had Julio Jones and and had you know I mean this team was a they were winning the Super Bowl they should have won. The following year they go, or maybe a year or two later, whatever it was, they they played the Eagles the, the year the Eagles won, and the team, I mean, it was down to the last play. I mean, Matt Ryan overthrew Julio Jones a little bit, and, you know. Uh, the rest they, is history. Yeah, the Green Goblin was able to jump up there and knock it away a little bit. I mean, but if they win that game, I, I think they make another run to the Super Bowl. I mean, the, the Vikings were not ready for the following game. And, you know, then then you're you're sitting there, you're waiting to go. You know what I mean? So this this team, compared to what it was just a few short years ago, is in fucking trenches. So, I mean, I'm worried about them being able to keep the few nice pieces that they have. So, you know, I'm I'm fading this team as, as hard as possibly can. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, it's destined to become a revolving door um, with just controllable assets through the through the draft and um, until they until they get really lucky and hit a bunch of them. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Atlanta Atlanta that is a loser team that you probably don't want any action on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean that that wraps up the NFC South. Do you have anything else you want to add? You know, I don't think so. I think, um, you know, overall on this, you know, in this division, I think you know we're looking at the Bucks and and everybody else is kind of falling down the hill a little bit. Um, the Bucks should, you know, on paper run away with this. You know, any everything changes on Sundays, though. You know what I mean? We'll we'll see what happens here. Um, I'd love to see a surprise team out of one of these guys who's just really good. You know what I mean? I think both of us believe that if there's a surprise team here, it's the Panthers. Agreed. Um, who could really come out and, and kind of really show some stuff. And I think with Baker at the helm, they, you know, that's that's really where I'm putting my money on. But I mean, this this is one of the lower divisions in the entire league, in my opinion. Um, you know, you got one really good team, couple run of the mill teams and and one of the worst teams in the league. Um 
I know you alluded to it earlier, uh, and I know we've we've spoken with with Arch and stuff about it. Is Atlanta, in your opinion, the worst team in the league? Or are you still sticking with the Chicago Bears? I'm gonna stay with the Bears. I'm gonna stay with the Bears. I just I I think the Bears are a known quantity, and uh, I am afraid that you know maybe Desmond Ritter does get that nod, and he is you know, a, a spark to the offense and maybe wins one or two games accidentally. And then the, uh, the bet would be busted. So I don't think that can happen with the bears. Yeah. I listen, I, I mean, we're going to see fields and we're going to see him. We're going to see a lot of him. We're going to see thick and thin. It doesn't matter because they're not going away from him because then it makes them look terrible for, for drafting him. Agreed. So they're going to give him every single opportunity that's, that's on the table. So, uh, I'm, I'm actually still with you. I mean, we may find one down the line in these breakdowns. I know we're doing um, the NFC West and East next week. Um, I'm excited for that. Uh, I think maybe we'll start with the West and then even it up with the East. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited for those last couple. So, um, I, I mean, that's all I got. I'm just ready to see everybody next week. I'm, I'm ready for Wednesday. I agree. I agree. So we'll... Uh... We'll see you next week with with those two divisions. And uh, until then, everybody, I'm Phil. This is Kyle. I hope you guys have a great night. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.